Welcome to the Youngster Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McNamara. It's a preview podcast of a show that I did releasing uh, today over at AnalyticsDynasty.com. Uh, it is a 10 trades show. So I do 10 trades for uh, on, on Thursdays is, is one of the formats where I have a guest come on or we do uh, sometimes we'll do 30 trades depending on the format in the week. But uh, every every day we release the Dynasty podcast. And on Thursdays we always talk Dynasty trades in some form. There's basically three of them. And this is a 10 trades on Thursday form. So you can uh, go ahead and give it a listen. Uh, I cover a whole bunch of uh, trades uh, in this. So this is a preview of that podcast. You can go over to analyticsdynasty.com and subscribe uh, get your Dynasty Daily podcast. So get into your preferred app uh, of your choice, and uh, you'll get the feed right there. You'll get access to our Dynasty trade database, which is actually where I get all the trades from. Uh, you can search individual players. Or you can just look at our ticker of recent trades. Uh, real draft position, which will get you all your startup draft data. I got my tiers, my hierarchy of assets. Uh, so go ahead and go ahead, check all that out. We got daily pods coming up. We got a lot of subscribers contributing podcasts as well in terms of some strategy sessions. I'm in the middle of a startup draft. So a whole bunch of stuff going on. We got all this uh, got all this coming up here uh, in the month of June. So go ahead, check it out. AnalyticsDynasty.com. Use the promo code June and you'll get 10% off a yearly subscription. So go ahead, June over at AnalyticsDynasty.com. You can uh, join uh, for a, a yearly membership with 10% off using promo code June or uh, get the yearly membership and get the option that has our group me in it. And that will get you uh, in talking with all our other subscribers, all our other members, and we'll be talking Dynasty trades, we've talked startup strategy, some MBA, probably all sorts of stuff. So we got it all covered for you there. So go ahead, check that out. Enjoy the free preview here. And until next time, continue embracing the variants. We'll talk again very soon. Welcome to the Analytics of Dynasty Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McNamara. We are doing 10 trades for Thursday. It's been a while since I've actually done one of these. There was a couple of guests along the way. So I'm looking to just jam through 10 of these. Some, some good stuff here. Uh, all super flex trades. Uh, so we'll just dive in. Uh, and the first one that uh, was was actually Darren Waller involved, and he's been a guy that we've we've talked a fair amount, uh, fair amount about, and I think is is suffering a little bit. And I think we see this in the cost. Again, this is non-premium and start one. So take this for what it's worth in terms of that, but Daryl Henderson in 202. Now you look at that deal and you say, all right, well, how does, like, what sticks out, right? What's the ability to make a big difference, right? Is it, is it Henderson? No, 202, right? That's, that's a fungible type of profile, probably, right? It's probably Rashad White or someone of that vein. We can do a similar profile later in the round and be relatively fine. Or do you take a big swing at a difference maker at a at a position where there's only a handful of them? And I think that this is a really good example of how to make that bet. It's probably uncommon, probably not a ton of these going on for a guy like Darren Wall in terms of that cost. But I really like this is a construct of thinking, all right, fungible asset, fungible asset for rare asset. 
I really, the more I think about that, the more I think about Dynasty, you're paying upfront as well, right? And you're paying for a rarer asset. I think that's, that is a really, uh, a really interesting way to start thinking about trades a little bit more. So I've, I've really been on that. And um, I think this is a really good way to do it. So that's number one. Number two, Cordero Patterson for a 2023 second. Um, I think it's, it's in the right ballpark. Um, but this sort of violates one of my rules of don't speculate with, with future assets. And so I would take the pick here. I'd be fine pivoting to Patterson in a different way. Present picks. It's fine. Uh, you know, one, we've had a fair amount of conversation in the analytics dynasty group me chat about Patterson, uh, about Madison as well. Um, and I, I, you know, just in, in the course of conversation, I just asked, what's the difference between Madison and Patterson at right now? It's that we want Madison to be what Patterson is, right? And and I understand that there's a there's a, a maybe a limited tail for a guy like Patterson because of his age and the like there. Uh, and maybe that tail is fatter for a guy like Madison. However, it, it's not this isn't for sure either. And so maybe his, his median is actually below a guy like Patterson's. So that, I think that's a, you're really debating sort of that. A pivot like that, or a, you know, Damien Harris, I'm just trying to think of guys that are sort of in our orbit. A Damien Harris this year, you know, if you want to pay like a later second or something like that, uh, I don't I don't necessarily hate that. Um, I don't like paying the future second because again, it, it precludes future possibilities but you could be getting a pretty good performing James Connor or Fournette in season for a team that isn't very good and all of a sudden like you have that's that's your match right and you you wait it out you play patient you're a little bit more liquid and you get a player that's ultimately got a higher range of outcomes than Patterson does. Right? I, that's really how I would see this deal. I think you're you're trading liquidity for Patterson where that liquidity is going to get you something higher if you need it at some point in the future. So that would be my pitch there. I don't hate the value, but just the asset construction, that would be where I'm at. All right, next one. Again, you can do a lot with rookie picks by trading them. And this time of year, people can say they hate the class. They hate all this stuff. Check out this one, 102 for Matthew Stafford, 307, and a future third. You're getting picks just superfluously in this deal, which is incredible. Um, I've, I've given up more for Stafford. I gave up like 103, maybe like 109, something like that. So, uh, you know, there's that is more, uh, I would say. Uh, and I think there might have been another asset in there as well. Uh, but this is a smashing success, right? Rare profiles. What isn't there in this class? Difference-making quarterback. What are you getting? Difference-making quarterback. Boom. Like that's sometimes it's not that hard. And this is an example of that. But you're trading for a guy that we like in the top, you know, eight to 10 at the quarterback position. We have him in super max. We don't necessarily need to take him at six or five or whatever. Like you could take him later than that, but you're sure as hell taking him ahead of 102. And that's a smashing success. And you're getting some future pick flexibility back as well. Yeah, that's a smashing success, right? That's a that is a really good, a really good success. And honestly, you go forward and you think about, you know, just just 
continue to sort of take this through to its to its end. 102, where you're giving up Kenneth, let's say Kenneth Walker for a second. You're pivoting to Stafford, and you just use 307 in a future third, and you trade up and get uh, Ty Davis Price. You know, I'm not even saying you need to do that, but just sort of think about that as an asset. You've gone from second round running back to third round running back for the cost of a supermax quarterback. Like that. That's like when you think about deals like that. That's a smashing success. So uh, I, I sort of love that construct. And just remember, and people ask me, is this too much to offer? Never too much to offer or never too little. Like to send it. And because we see these deals where that's a league shifting type of outcome right there. And you have to be, um, you know, you, you've got to be, you, you got to always be checking in on people to see if they're willing to sell uh, big time assets. And this is a good example of that. All right, next one here is uh, is uh, Jalen Waddle for Brandon Ayuk, two twelve, a future second. Um, I think with this one, it's a. I, I think Waddle is, uh, excuse me, future third. So it's a twenty twenty three third. I think th- this is a clear Waddle win. Uh, Waddle on a success track for as a rookie. Ayuk is sort of leveling out after a couple years, you take those and you realize like they're just operating on vastly different planes and you're trading a, a later date, a later day to running back to make the jump from up at receiver, right? Again, that's how do you make, how do you make upgrades at, at receiver? And just think about this, like think about what this deal represents. How do you make upgrades at wide receiver? Well, you take, you take sort of a flashing running back and you sort of put them in a package and you upgrade at receiver. If that's what you need, if that's what you want to do, that's how you do it. You don't go pay, you know, 101 in a rookie draft for a rookie, right? You do it like this, right? Like, the, and again, is this going to happen in every league? No, but this is the type of stuff that you're looking for. And again, it might not necessarily be Waddle. It might be depressed asset, you know, Q. It could be whoever, right? But these are the types of deals that you want to look for. You're dealing from depth. You continue to build some depth out. And then you package a couple pieces of depth together up for a, uh, a core or a star guy, right? That's how you do it. That's a really good pivot. And I really like that as a construct. So that's number four. Uh, Fournette for Devin Singletary and 214. I think this is a, two four, this is a 14 team league. Uh, and so this is just a, a really, really uh, good deal. Right. And I always try to put myself in the perspective like, oh, all right, the winning trade. Well, what's the loser thinking? The loser's running scared about Fournette's age. Pretty clear to me that that's what they're doing. They just don't want to be left with nothing. So it's like, oh, I'll take Singletary. Maybe he'll, you know, maybe he can still win the job or whatever. And I'll take a, a later day to, you know, a later round two pick. And, you know, and because and, I don't want to be left out if Fournette, you know, gets hurt or whatever. Right. Like, that's scared money, right? That's who's taking that side of the deal. So we really like the Fournette side, um, undoubtedly, but I just wanted to sort of, I always like to think about what the other person is thinking. This next one is, uh, I have a little bit of a balance. So we're up to number six here. Tutu Atwell, Jerry Judy, and a uh, 2023 first. Okay, so Atwell, Judy, and a 2023 first for Miles Sanders and Stefan Diggs. I'm torn on this one. Okay, I'm torn on this one for a couple of reasons. On one hand, I view Diggs 
he's about the top 30, right? I think that's uh, that's about where we put him. We generally don't make a ton of trade-ups for wide receivers. So right, there's, there's a little bit of balancing sort of some, whether it's positional preferences or, uh, you know, uh, asset preferences or, or whatnot, right? You've got some balance there going on. Uh, Diggs 404 in startup drafts. So already you're, right, you're, and we could say like, hey, you know, would we take him higher than a guy like Mixon or would we take him? You could start sort of doing that number and this 30 have to be a hard number, right? It's, you know, so he's really top 36, 37, 38, somewhere sort of in that range. And you start looking at, at where he ranks in terms of median and the like there, you know, it's about his median position is 40, right? So he's sort of technically outside that number, but... You know, we don't have to be exactly hard and firm. We don't have to believe the market on everything, right? So, so that's the one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is right, Atwell's filler, right? So put that aside. Uh, you know, it's basically to me, it's Judy and a twenty twenty three first for Diggs and Sanders. Uh, I wonder if you can get more for Judy. That that's sort of my that is what I sort of come at with this. If you can get more for Judy, uh, and if you can, right, is that is that something that you want to sort of shoot for? Um, I don't know. And as I sort of look at some of these deals, I, I wonder if maybe the answer is no. Uh, but I'll I'll give you an example: Judy and a twenty twenty three first for Trevor Lawrence that took place in March. Uh, and that's probably right after the Russell Wilson trade. Yeah, it is just after the Russell Wilson trade. So that's a thing where you say, okay, now you're going up and you're really going up. Uh, Judy used as a filler piece with Javante Williams for Jonathan Taylor and Michael Carter. Again, that's sort of moving up uh, the board, I would say, with using him. Right. So there's not a ton of these. 108, 110 for Judy. It sort of individually, wait, there's a 108 for Judy, there's a 110 for Judy, right? So you start looking at those, you know, him and a future first and second for 101. So again, there's not a huge recent sample of deals where he's used for premium assets. So maybe this is the best that you get. It felt a little bit subtle-ish in terms of the construct of it. So that would be the one thing. And I wonder if between now, uh, we're talking June, and we're, we're looking at mandatory minicamps are going to be right around the corner. Judy and Russell Wilson start getting some positive buzz. We could see Judy go up in cost, right? So that's the that's the one aspect I have of this. Or that's really, the I guess, the, the second prong or third prong of it. And then you look at the last thing is I say, all right, well, Miles Sanders is kind of a nice tack on to this deal. But it really uh, – he's more of a speculative bet at this point. And Judy in in the first for Diggs really feels like the you have to sort of be right on that, and then Sanders is more of the cherry on top of that. So it's an interesting deal. Um, I wonder if if Judy in a first gets you better than this at some point later on. Ultimately, I like the the Diggs and Sanders side from a production perspective. I just wonder if you're taking Judy in the first if you're sort of holding out of that side of the assets, right? That side of the deal from now until August 
31st. If another situation comes along at some point between now and that time, that's better. That's that's sort of my hang-up about this deal. So, uh, and you don't have to, again, you don't, you don't even have to be right about that bat. You don't even have to, if, if a better deal comes along, along that way, remember, you're not even forced to take a production bat on Judy. So just remember that, right? That's one thing that, that I've been sort of thinking about more and more in trading as well this year is if you trade him before the beginning of the season, right? And if you're worried about production, if you're worried about that sort of stuff out of a player and you trade him before the season, you're not forced to take that production bet, right? If, it can be in May, it can be in August, it can be in June, right? Whenever the right time comes along, that's a different story. But your goal should be, all right, by the end of, if you're worried about that bet, by the end of August, he's got to go. I still think you have time to maybe see an uptick in value for a guy like Judy to make the deal. So that's sort of my inclination for it there. All right, a couple of deals here that I like in terms of upgrades uh, at the receiver position. There's actually uh, a, a couple of these constructs that are interesting. Devonta Smith is a similar one in each of them. That was your preview of the Analytics of Dynasty podcast, the daily podcast for today, uh, including it includes 10 trades. I included six uh, in that podcast. So hope you enjoyed it. Again, you can get the Dynasty Trade Database that has all of the trades from that show, uh, as well as thousands of other trades. Uh, you can get our Dynasty Daily Podcast, our Real Draft Position, uh, access to the group, meet, all that stuff. Use the promo code June, get you 10% off, and it will get you to become a member with us over at Analytics Dynasty. And It'll really take a step up in terms of your dynasty uh, leagues and your dynasty performances this year. And, uh, and until next time, continue to embrace the variance. We'll talk again very soon.